What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's Pro Wrestling Edge. I am Brokowski, and we are back with a diamond of an interview for you today. And as always, I got the fellas with me. Big Cass, what up, though? Yo, what's going on, guys? Just living the dream after this great weekend, my man. Dan O'Mac, what's happening? Well, not much, man. I'm excited for our guest. He's actually waiting for us, so let's get through these inter- these introductions and get right to him. As always, we got Jaybird flying on the shoulder. Tweet, tweet, boys. Tweet, tweet, motherfuckers. That's right. Let's get him in here. Let's get that audio set up. Can you hear us? Yes, sir. Joining us is the brand new F5 wrestling champion, Black (laughs) Diamond, Jack Price. What's up, brother? What's up, man? First, I want to say thank you for giving us this time. We know you are a little bit constrained on time, so we're going to respect that for for you. But we do want to talk to you a few minutes. I'm going to turn it over to Big Kaz to get started. All right. We're going to go back. We're going to start when... Uh, where did you first fall in love with wrestling that made you want to pursue the career of being a professional wrestler? Uh, man. Um, I used to watch wrestling all the time with my, my grandfather and, uh, the first met, like I wasn't, I wasn't there, but like the first, you remember when wrestling used to be on, uh, you can go to the video store and purchase like rent out. VHS tapes and all that, like Blockbuster and all that type of stuff. Um, he rented out uh, Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. And that was my, that was the first match that I seen. And I was like, what the hell is this? You know, but I was, I was uh, small, you know, but after that, I just started liking wrestling and he, and he, I started watching WCW. So whatever, whatever year that was, like around, uh, I think like early nineties is when I started, but the, the first, my first interest was Hulk Hogan and ultimate warrior that battle. So that got me falling in love. So, and then as I got older and and started understanding, so I grew up in the uh, attitude era. So that's my era of, of wrestling. Um, And I was flicking back and forth to WCW. I I thought WCW sucked at the time. At the time I thought it sucked, but as I got older as an adult, Looking back, WCW was way better than WWE. If you if you look back, though, but uh, uh, you know, I, my my favorite wrestler is Arn Anderson, so that's a, that's my guy. Uh, and then The Rock, that's my two tops. And uh, so, yeah, that's when I fell in love, man. When I when I seen that. So you told us when you fell in love with. I mean, Ultimate Warrior. He was such a character. It was probably so easy to draw in people with how exciting and colorful he was when you finally decided to take the leap and go into training, what school did you go to train at and who were your trainers? Man. So let me tell you this. This is the first time I ever said this. A lot of people know it though, but I'm, I never went to wrestling school. Never, never stepped foot in a wrestling school. Never, you know, like a legit wrestling school, but my trainer he didn't so he didn't have a wrestling school. He did it like he had come to to a show and he had trained me there type type gimmick. But it, he didn't have his like like House of Truth. He didn't have his own type legitimate school. But um my trainer is Levi Blue, uh Sean Grugel. And uh so he trained me at his house. It's kind of like 
the fucking uh uh well I don't know how it is, but it, it just remind me of it like the um god damn it, there you go. What my uh dungeon of uh the, oh, the, the heart, heart foundation dungeon. Yeah, yeah, heart dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh that's that was the vibe, you know. It's like a fucking placemat, like a mat, uh uh wrestling mat type gimmick. And uh I was bumping on that soft and that one soft but hard ass <laughs> mat, you know, and uh you know, t- teaching me the ropes how to, you know, the etiquette, backroom etiquette. A lot of wrestlers need that, man. It's a lot of these wrestlers that have no etiquette at all. And it's like, what the fuck? But anyway, uh you know, teach me the ropes, uh, etiquette, um, you know, dress up for the shows, um, you know, how to make a resume, you know, all the the do's and don'ts of the wrestling. But as far as training, though, like we go, I, I don't know if you guys heard it before, but it's a, it's a promotion called Michigan Wrestling Organization out in uh, Flint, Michigan. So that's why I started all that. A lot of people give it, you know, some bullshit say like you know it's a uh backyard company you know type stuff like that but uh but that's why i started i I give all my props to the owners jason klaus i give all my props to him because he he gave me my first shot you know without without him uh dba wouldn't have seen me and then i went and got an exile you know it was it's all a little a little you know all comes together but um yeah so i used to go to MWO show and he had trained me there training before shows. He trained me there, all that. And then, um, I was, after that, I was, he said I was ready. So, so here you, I am. <laughs> you would go there, you would put in your work, help with setup, tear down, clean up, and then they would give you a chance to do a little training. That's an awesome story. That's a different story than what we hear from most of the talent we have on this show. And uh, so mm-hmm. about how many years have you been a professional wrestler? Woo uh since 09 so since 2009 of august of 2009 that's when i started so you are a seasoned vet um you spoke of etiquette i'm sure some of these young guys if they're listening actually listen to what he just said yeah (laughs) we don't we don't know anything about the backroom etiquette we don't go back in the behind the curtain and uh we like Mm -hmm. to try to keep kayfabe alive but if you're looking to for proper etiquette, we've got a man right here that's been here since 2009. <laughs> Ask him yes. some questions. A lot of the vets in Michigan seem to be very open to help a lot of these young guys. There's so many schools and so much talent pouring into the scene now. And there's some really good kids out there that probably just need a little extra push in one direction or another to do what they want to do in the business. Um, Correct. That's true. I'm going to pass it along now over to... Uh, Am I going to Brokowski now? Uh, Jay Bird. Jay Bird. Jay Bird, take it away. Jay Bird. <laughs> How's it going? What's so, up, man? Ah, uh, not too much. Just talking to a really cool guy right now. Hey. <laughs> so, um, we all know you're a part of DTA, but uh, what does it mean to you personally to be a part of DTA? Oh, uh, DTA is like a it's like a brotherhood, but the 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 main focus of DTA is really um, to help the younger wrestlers, basically, you know, give them something, you know, like if they got questions or whatever, like, um, um, cause me and Aaron Orion start, Aaron started like a few years before me. And then like, I met him 
through the MWO and then he went to the army and then it was just me. So I was like, God damn. And, uh, but when he was in the army, that's when he created death threat. So he stayed in contact and, uh, he hit me up like, look, I'm coming back and we should do this death threat army thing. And, and the, the thing behind it is to give people something and help them go in a, in a certain direction that we, we didn't have when we was coming up in the ranks, you know? So death threat is just giving back basically that's all it is we just giving back so you know that's how we, we found tommy adam alex uh isaiah we just want to give them a platform we're not saying we're the best or we are the go-to people to come to like we got all the connections because we're still trying to find a way too but we know we know an easier route to get to the spots that you should be at so I, I feel like we are a, um, you know, we just give back, you know, we're trying to, we ain't going to be here forever. So we're trying to <laughs> give back as much as we can. That's awesome. So um, speaking of Isaiah, I believe you are, you and Isaiah are the tag team champs over at Mr. Chainsaw. Yes, sir. How's that? How's that how are those belts holding up on you guys? Hey man, you know, my bag's still heavy, you know. Uh <laughs> we uh we held we held those straps for a long time. We still got them. Uh so anybody out there that's watching any tag team, you know, hit up Mikey Zero, tell him you want to fight the champs, bring it on. We want all this. We come to your promotion. We don't care what promotion, but uh, you know, uh, we want all the smoke. We want everything. 2022, we want everything. That's that's the, that's the goal. <laughs> oh, so that's a good goal. Do you uh, do you two have a, a special name or are you still just DTA? See, I'm glad you said that because I was trying to find a name. And then they like, white, you guys just DTA. Like, I get that. But we need a name. Like, if you say DTA, you're going to be like, which DTA member? You know what I'm saying? So if we got a name and it'd be like, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm just saying a name like the carjackers or something. You know that's Isaiah and, and Jack Price. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, we need a name. But people are like, man, just go DTA. I'm like, whatever. You know, we're not we're not not trying to get away from DTA. We're just trying to have our own name. That's all. <laughs> we're still Absolutely. DTA. Definitely. That's a good one. <laughs> you know it's the carjackers. That's a quick, that's a good one off the top of your head. <laughs> yeah, you know. What I'm I like it. And then um, I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Brokowski here. <laughs> okay, bro. All right, man. So sticking <laughs> with DTA, actually, I want to ask you one thing. Over the past year, you were able to team up with Isaiah and go to uh, Black Wrestlers Matter, Yvonne. Can you elaborate mm -hmm. on what that actually meant to you and how it felt being asked to go and be a part of that promotion? Man. Um... So fun fact, I was supposed to, I was, so I ain't going to say I started the movement, but he always say I helped started it. So it's a picture floating around. It's myself, Arrow Fox. I think, I think that's his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, God, I suck at names, bro. I suck so bad at names. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, there's four wrestlers, four black wrestlers. And we took it and we took a picture and, uh, we all had the Black Wrestlers Matter shirt on and all that. And then he said that it started from right there. So he made he he did the first show. And I wasn't able to attend. I was supposed to go, but my, my job. I got you. 
my job uh, made it made it mandatory for me to work on that day, and I was pissed. So I couldn't I couldn't go to the very first one. So I made sure I went to the second one. And uh, to answer the question, though, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Like it's a lot of black wrestlers out here that that doesn't get an opportunity to be shown on a on a national scene or on or on an independent and it it sucks to say it like that but it, it's true though but to see it like an all-black show it was it was it felt like um who said this jocelyn jocelyn said it felt like a cookout and that's what it felt like like it felt like a cookout and we was all there having fun cracking jokes you know uh critiquing the matches uh everything so it was all fun it was all love like we all knew each other already but we, we, you know we didn't it was all hugs love and uh it was fun man it was a nice opportunity they, they got a show in uh stl coming up hopefully i can get on that so definitely that would be awesome i thought it was a great idea and now to know that you kind of help assist that idea a little bit more it makes it way more cooler that, that was way <laughs> than i thought it was gonna be that worked out great but you know you know, Jack Price comes back, you know, get guts to carrying his bag game with the, the tag team title, the F5 title. You kick back, relax. What you go to on uh, Hulu or Netflix? What you binging right now? <laughs> uh, on Hulu, I am binging uh, the show 911. I don't know why I'm so attached to that show. I, I don't, I love that show for some reason. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big 911 fan on Hulu, uh, on Stars. I'm a big uh, Power, Power. Um, what just went off? Uh, big Meech, uh, Mafia, uh, Mafia fan. And that's not Mafia family. It's a BMF. That's what it's called, BMF. Uh, then you got the Power series. That's good. Uh, oh, and this is my favorite show on Hulu. Uh, I'm binging this too. Uh, a million little pieces. That's my show right there. I don't know if you guys heard of that, uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's my show right there, man. I don't know. I love them type shows, but uh, I'm a big Law and Order fan. You know, um, I like drama. I'm not a horror guy like that, but I watch things or people. That's it for the for my binge. Netflix. I watch whatever my wife put on you know i don't really <laughs> you'll really get caught a clicker on that one huh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that's great what, what else you into i mean are you a lions fan yesterday was a great day we got it the was. w yeah <laughs> it was um i am not i'm not a football fan in general i don't i so i'm not but i do root for the lions but uh okay. i'm not a football fan I'm not a football fan in general. Uh, I'm a basketball fan. I was uh, a huge Kobe Bryant fan. That was my guy. Uh, and then uh, I hate LeBron. I, I know you guys had uh, Isaiah on last time. He was talking about LeBron. I was like, oh, you son of a... <laughs> Mom all the but, way uh, here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but my favorite player growing up was Chris Rubber. I don't know if you guys remember him. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. dope. I liked Weber so Chris, a lot. Chris Weber was my favorite player. And then we couldn't get past the Lakers. So that's how I became a Kobe fan because I couldn't beat him. So I was like, join him. You know? 
Dude, that was a damn shame, too, because that was a great team that they had collected down yes. there. Yes, man. We were so close. That I still hate that game. It was I was in my buddy's basement, and we was I think it was a game six, or it was either six or seven. But anyways, uh, a Laker guy hit threw the shot up, and and freaking Vladi Divac bop it all the way out. And I'm like, why would you do that? And then, you know, Hurd gets the ball and hit the three. And I'm like, that was the dumbest shit. I was so mad. I was like. <laughs> but, yeah, so after that game, I became a Kobe fan. I was like, skip this, man. I got <laughs> to do the Kobe. So, yeah. Uh, I'm into music. I do music. Um, I was in music before I was wrestling, but wrestling is my first love. So I just. Stop doing music, but I'm I'm into um the video part of it, like the back. I like I make videos, like uh, music videos, and I'm um right now I'm I'm trying to write up a little script, trying to do a little you know a little short movie type things. But that's the goal I want to go into after, or that's the uh, career I want to go into after you know wrestling. Like that's my second thing. I want to be a director of some sort, you know, behind the scenes. So. Because you have something on basketball? Yeah, yeah. He brought up Chris Weber, and uh, Dan will know this, being from Monroe. We grew up in Monroe. Me and Dan are a little, a little bit older than these other guys. We're probably around the same age, Jack. Chris mm -hmm. Weber played for Detroit Country Day, and they yes. had a game scheduled against St. Mary's Catholic Central here in Monroe, Michigan. And once that schedule was announced, those tickets sold out like that. I've never seen Monroe have so many people in one spot, <laughs> so many news stations. And this is when Chris Weber was still in high school. I, I grew wow. up on Chris Weber in the Fab Five and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I loved all those guys. Great talent. Even though I'm a Michigan State fan. Go Spartans. Hey, I'm, I'm a Michigan State fan too, though. That's the thing. Uh, hey, go green. <laughs> everybody everybody get confused when I say I'm a Chris Weber fan. They're like, he went to Michigan. I'm like, I don't care. You know, but uh, yeah, That's my freshman year – yeah, my freshman year in high school, we all did the, the Fab Five impersonation. Like, we cut our hair bald, did the high black socks. You know, we did all – we did the whole thing. We went through it. So. Hey, who were you? Were you, you Juwan Weber or Juwan Howard? No, actually, uh, no, I was, I was more like – I was more like Rose, uh, Jalen Rose. I was, you know, bringing it down. I wasn't a point guard, though. I was the, I was, I was the shooting guard. But um, I went to um, – it's funny because we actually played them. Uh, I went to Comstock Park out of Grand Rapids, and uh, we 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 went to the what you call it the Final Four. We was one of the Final Four, and we got beat by Country Day. And that was weird. I was like, man, there's some weird shit here, but uh, they beat our ass. I ain't even gonna lie. They were we so got, unstoppable at that time, man. Yeah, they were crazy we got good. Blew out. <laughs> Yeah, but that was my guy, man. Chris Webber, man. Brokehouse, do you got anything Dan else? Nope. Awesome. I'll just pass it right to Dan O'Mac. Yeah, man. Uh, Jack, we found out how you found found wrestling, how you got into the business. We found out about your likes outside of it. We talked a little bit about DTA and what DTA means to you. One of the big things that really us as a group respects dta as you guys give back to the community we were talking with mm -hmm. with adam when we had adam on about the uh when you guys were set up in the parking lot of the kroger or the meyer up in flint and you guys were giving out food at thanksgiving time 
Um, yeah. And you guys do that live and stuff. So that's one of the big things that we respect you guys for. We don't necessarily cheer for you guys because everybody does. So we like to <laughs> be a little different, just like, and I apologize for flicking you and Alex off at RPW, but that was all on the wall. Hey, it. But I will good, say <laughs> that night to me, you guys and Zach and, and um, Logan had the best match. You guys, oh, the four wow. of you guys tore it up. Um, Thank you, that was so entertaining. And um, I really, I really enjoyed that match. I always enjoy seeing you guys, even though we're usually booing you just to be different. Um, but for, for Jack, for 2022, what's, what's some goals Jack Price has in professional wrestling for 2022? Uh, so I was on a, another podcast uh, Friday, this past Friday, and it was, it was something similar to this question. But um, I, I feel like a lot of people have been sleeping on me as a as a solo performer uh and a lot of people like the podcast over the weekend the question was uh how do you feel about being in aaron orion's shadow and i was like what the fuck like but a lot of people says that and i'm like that that was a good question and i don't i don't feel like i'm in a shadow you know um but i feel like aaron orion is that is doing what he's, you know, he's at a different level right now, and I'm and I'm supporting it. It's like if he succeed, I succeed, you know. Uh, Tommy Vendetta, he's at a different level, you know. He's doing the death matches, and uh, you know, whatever he's getting, you know, a, li- a little popularity. Hey, he succeed, death threats succeed, you know. Isaiah, he's he's out there doing his thing, and I'm and I'm not jealous of none of them, but it's like uh, I just feel like a lot of people is just like man since Jack is not, you know, in the spotlight, he's, he's nothing like he can't do nothing. But once you see me in the rain, they'd be like, man, who the hell is this dude? You know? So I, I just feel like now 2022, I gotta, you know, I'm not a talker. Uh, uh, promos or something I'm, I'm good at by myself, but like when I'm around people, I suck. And it's just like, God damn it. You know, I can't, I can't do it. But, um, I guess it's like stage fright, I guess. But uh, so 2022 is is put it all in because I want I want to travel everywhere and and uh, whoop all the ass. I just want I just want to get my name out there to show people that you know what I'm saying I'm I'm still here and I still can do it. You know, Adam and uh, Josh they always say, man, you're an old man now. I'm only I'm only 36, but uh, they say, man, you're you're an old man now. You know, you can't do this. And once I get in the ring, what'll they be like? God damn, I can't. <laughs> I can't keep up with you, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, man, stop talking shit, you know. But uh, those my guys, though. We always motivate each other, uh, ask each other questions about, you know, critiquing the matches and all that, giving honest opinions. Uh, me and Josh, well, me and Tommy just had a match uh, Saturday at IPW, and you beat him. And uh, I did. I whooped that ass. And. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know his move, the backpack in the corner gimmick? Yep. So so we call in a match, right? And then he's like, yeah, then this spot, I'm going to get you with the backpack. And I'm like, look, bro. I'm like, I ain't never taken this move. So I'm like, does it hurt? And then he's like, uh, it felt like it, ugh, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he said, a, a lot of people said it doesn't hurt. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to tell you the truth if it hurt, you know. So it came to that moment. And he got me, and I'm like, bitch. You know, I just closed my eyes, and he went, man, that shit hurt, bro. <laughs> I 
I was like, <laughs> I get to the back, I was like, I am not taking that ever again. That shit hurt like a mug. And I was like, hell. <laughs> They're like, thank you for telling me the truth. I'm like, I don't got no choice but to tell you the truth. Because I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to take it again, you know? <laughs> but uh, you know, stuff like that. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so my goal for 2022, you know, travel more. Uh uh since this COVID calming down a little bit, you know, travel more. I got to I'm taking a little break for these next two months. Uh, my last Saturday, but I got a little baby girl. I got any duties coming up and taking care of the wife and all that. So, um, for 2022, uh, I think you're going to hear a lot about Jack Price though. That's, that's my goal. <laughs> you know, I, I love how you guys support each other. And even though you guys are a group, uh, a, a brotherhood, there's nothing wrong with you guys doing your own thing and, and, and getting your name out there on your own. So I'm happy to hear that Jack Price is looking to do big things for, for not only the DTA brand, but for Jack Price in 2022, uh, because, or, mm-hmm. or, or 2022, because I think, I think that's something that you hit the, you hit the nail on the head where people always say Aaron O'Ryan, people always say time vendetta, but where's Jack Price? So I, mm-hmm. I think that's great that you're, that you're going to show. And I liked your tweet when you won the F5 title, whoever wants it, I'll, I'll come to you. I'll go to whatever promotion. I'll fight you. And I'll whoop that ass. I yeah. love that. <laughs> I love that tweet you put out. <laughs> and with, with the F5, man, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I can make it something, but I'm, I want to make it something, you know, like, uh, I want to fight the best. I, like I said, I go to any promotion. i I fight, you know, when people see that, they're like, F5, what is F5? It might bring attention to F5, you know? So um, I'm, I'm, I'm down to do whatever, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to show people what I can do still, you know? I well, still, yeah. got, still got the, the energy to do it. <laughs> well, you definitely deserved it, and, and, and you were in there with some, some, pretty, some pretty tough, uh, tough competitors. So yeah. um, congrats on pulling that out. Uh, Cause you Thank definitely you, deserve it to showcase Jack price. Thank um, you, sir. And again, we do appreciate your time. So I'm not going to keep you much longer, but where can our listeners find you on social media? So when you do blow up in 2022, which you're going to yeah. they can follow you um, on Twitter. Um, uh, man, I suck at this. Let me see on Twitter. I think it's Jack price. It's just Jack price. Six Oh seven. Instagram Jack price. Six Oh seven. And uh, nope, hold on. One of them got my real name. No, Twitter is Antoine Huey. It's my my original my real name. So it's Antoine. You can still put Jack Price if but you search under- Jack Price. You can definitely pull it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Instagram is Jack Price for sure. Uh, Facebook. You can go to my Jack Price official uh, like the fan page. So you got to yeah. put in the Black Diamond Jack Price. I uh, pop up. And uh, that's all social media that I use. <laughs> what about merch? Merch? Man, listen, I've been trying to get merch made for like five months, man. And I and like, not, you know, it's through Sean. I'm not I'm not I'm not, uh, you know, throwing shade on Sean. And because uh, he's a busy man, everybody's going through him, you know. So, you know, I'm just waiting on my I'm in line, I guess I'm in line waiting on my turn. But uh, I think I'm gonna just go to this other this other spot first to get merch. But right now, you can go to Pro Wrestling Tees. 
jackchrist.com and just look up Jack Christ, Black Diamond Jack Christ. And then I got merch on that website. So that's all I got right now. But I am getting merch soon to bring the shows and all that. But as long as everyone follows you, they'll find out when that merch is available. Yes, sir. Jaybird, go ahead. (laughs) Well, I got a quick question for you. Will we see uh, Jack Christ in any death matches? No, let me tell you. Listen, listen. uh, (laughs) Me and Tommy Tommy had a match, like I said, on Saturday, and he brought out Legos. That's as much as death matches as I'm going. Some damn Legos hurt, man. I was like, what? (laughs) How the hell y'all do this? it's It's a steel picture that, uh, you know, I'm pinning Tommy. And like you can see the Legos by me. I got I got scratches on my back and all that. I'm like, nah, I can't do this. I cannot <laughs> do this. <laughs> but I think I think I'll do it one time though. Like if I'm if I'm like hanging up the boots, I'll do it. I'll make that my last match and just go all out. But and make that uh, money on that match. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it, it never say never. I'm, right now, I'm saying hell no, but you never know. But uh, uh, if it makes sense, I'm down. I'm all about storytelling. Like, I love storytelling. So if it, if it makes sense, I'm down for it. But if it doesn't, I, I have no reason to do this. I'm not doing this. I'm not. <laughs> well, Jack, we appreciate you for your time uh, taking out of your busy schedule tonight. Um, hey, thanks. Let's, thanks let's do this me. again in 2022 when you blow up. For sure, Brad. Anytime. All right, man. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> hey, thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Jack's the man. That's a cool dude right there. That was yeah. Jack Price. Big things in 2022. That's dope. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get that. I want to see uh, him and Browner have a tag team name now. You know, so why? You know, it's funny. He said Arn Anderson was his fa- his favorite wrestler growing up, and you know they were he was part of the Horsemen. But him and Ole were the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. So why can't you know uh, why can't Jack and uh, and Bronner have their own name uh, when they tag up? So maybe rebrand the Bad Boys logo with Jack and Bronner. You know, I I see it three one three Detroit Michigan area. Yeah. And why not? You know, they got DTA has the Michigan bangers. Exactly. You know, that's true. let's, let's speak it into existence. Hopefully, you know, maybe he got off, maybe he's texting Bronner right now. He said, Hey, the boys over at pro wrestling edge want us to have a name. And I agree. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that card jackers off the, off the top of his head was, uh, was that's pretty good off the top of his head. So, but no, Jack's an awesome dude. Him and Alex killed it stepping in for, Aaron and Tommy on um, the Saturday at RPW, they tore it down. And, and, and I've said this on the last podcast. I thought that was the best match of, of the tournament. I really did. Um, Alex and Jack definitely bring a different, a different dynamic to that match. And, and, and I think them and Zach and Logan killed it. So yeah, Jack five champion Jack's charisma and his in ring work, you know, like, it's just top notch, you know, like you, you look at him and he's just, he's got that look. He knows how to talk. He's got, he's just, he's got it, you he, know, he's so smooth. It's like, it's effortless. 
Yes. That's the way I describe it. It's effortless. He's just yeah, out he'll, there. He'll hit a big move and then he'll get up with that, that smile that he has. Like he's got that shit ass eating grin, you know, he's like, yeah, I just did that, you know? So now that means we've had Adam, we've had Isaiah, we've had Jack. There's, there's still a few more members of DTA that uh, we, we, we need to get on this, this podcast. To, to round it out so yeah so if any any uh, members of dta that haven't been on pro wrestling edge is listening because you know yeah i know you support your boys i know you've heard the last couple episodes like you said with adam with bronner and now we just had jack come our way man come do the show well alex may be coming soon but tommy aaron even we got, uh we got love for you guys uh what is that what is his name kenji He's been uh Yeah, good. that dude up in Alaska. That would be Yeah, he's been doing pretty good down at Paradigm Pro. He was you at know, Paradigm like, Pro with uh Isaiah and 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 Alex and Tommy. And uh, you know, yeah. I've become more familiar with him because of Don Holland's post. You know, the, the DTA super fan, you know, he he puts he puts a lot of tweets and a lot of Facebook posts out showing you know, his love for his guys. You know, Don Holland is a huge um DTA fan, but He's a huge fan of independent wrestling. And there is so much more talent that Don puts out there. And guys like Donald Holland is just as important as a podcast like us, you know, on, on what they do. Uh, another one that's really important is Hardcam Frio. Hardcam Frio putting out all those matches where a lot of times, you know, people that are out of state or, or, or can't, travel to certain places um and hard camp puts those matches out you know he's doing a fantastic job you know displaying all the talent around here so where people have a spot where they can go see all their matches so guys like that are just as important as podcasts like us and and what they do so hats off to don holland and hard camp frio for oh, and then you know we can, they do we could throw in a lot of the photographers that show up to these shows you know yep. leonard brand's one that comes to mind uh, John McEvers, uh, a lot of the Kim Buckman. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, a guy, his name's Daniel Abbey. I just started seeing his stuff pop up. Yeah. He was at the horror slam GCW show. And just this recently at IPW also, uh, they all capture great, great photos. You know, I don't even know how else to put it, but like the, in the moment, they got it right. Their camera, their eyes on the action all the time. And then they put out these photos. Like I was about to say half of over half of the people that we get promo pics for to post with our episodes have Leonard brand's name on it or John right. McEvers, John McEvers yeah. have Kim's name on it. You know, um, kudos to those guys. We got to give those guys special shout outs too. And we're leaving people out and we're not trying to do that. No, you know, there, disrespectfully, I mean, but there's so, so many, many people. There's so many people. Oh, and another somebody who's 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 huge value and importance to the independent wrestling scene is, is our boy Greg. Greg Caton. I mean yeah, carrying around the little boy ring. Yeah, man. He he's out he he's he's out there hustling with that ring. And so there's there's so many people in addition to us podcasts that that are doing just a fantastic job supporting these people. And I know this started with Don Holland because he's a big DTA fan, 
but there's a lot of people. It's just as important as us out, out there doing their thing. So hats off to all of them. Hell yeah. The people's what made Michigan a town again. Instead of that B-Town bullshit that was going around for a little while, that little stigma that stuck around with Michigan. We're fucking shedding that shit. Like, Michigan's uh, A-Town talent with A-Town fans, and fucking we get rowdy as fuck. I think, I think we're probably the best fans out there. I ain't even going to play. <clears throat> you, you ain't, you're not telling anything that's not true, man. And speaking of the best fans around, you people – you're, you're the best fans in the state of Michigan. One of our own favorites, the dirty white boy, Chuck Stein, this weekend, Saturday from one, two, three at the Monroe mall, we'll be signing autographs and taking pictures and selling some of his merch. And then the Sunday following horse land, Briar Wellington will also be there. So not just supporting these guys in the ring, go out there to these events, go get a pitch. I don't care if you've seen them at the last, you know, 20 shows. Go support them. Show them that you have the love for them that you claim to have. Buy their merch. Yes. Chuck's got some new dope-ass trading cards. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those trading cards. I'm hoping he has some of those there Saturday, which I'm sure he will. Yes, I talked to Chuck. I was going to say, you're probably going to see some of us down there if we could show up this weekend. Yeah, I plan on going and, you know, taking my kids down there to support Chuck. And hats off to Chuck. Chuck, uh... Chuck had a tough match at at AWR with Remington Roar, so I know he had some uh so, some issues going on. Dude, that was injury, a badass so. match, though. That was yeah, a great. That was a that was a dull. That was a great match. Like I think it might be out on IWTV right now. I'm not 100 percent sure, but AWR Casano, presents Casanova Valentine No Ring Death Match. Check it out. It's and, fucking awesome. And Hard Cam has clips up on his social media too. And I, he might have it on his YouTube. I'm not 100 yeah, sure about that, but I know he's got clips out there. To tell you, and that was like that was that night was the second time I seen Remington Roar. The first time was just the night before, you know. And we seen clips. We all seen the clip of when him and Randy fought down in Florida, and like he basically just <laughs> face planted her through a table. We killed thought, her. You know, we thought he killed her, but uh. I really enjoyed that guy. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. I just seen the flyer for the next flop house show in February of 2022. He was on that. I'm excited for that. Remington war is going to get a little floppy. (laughs) And also speaking of flop house, this episode will come out Tuesday. So Tuesday night on the Schwartzy YouTube channel will be episode two skis of better days. His live streaming podcast. It, it, would you call it a podcast? Uh, more like a video oh. blog, a vlog, yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you call oh, it, no, but he streams no. live on Tuesday evenings. Was it six o'clock? Six yeah. o'clock. Six, six o'clock. Um, so yeah, this is episode number two skis. Episode one was a huge success. Um, we support and love that man so much that we wanted to. Uh, Remind everyone to check that out 6 p.m. on his YouTube channel, Schwartzy. So go check him out. Um, he talks some good stuff. He actually got me in to the crypto game. So um, I took some of his not advice because he's not a financial planner. He makes that clear, but he just likes to share the knowledge that he does have. And, and, and I 
took some knowledge and downloaded that Coinbase app and, and, uh, I reached out to him and told him what I was doing and, and he was excited for me. So talks a lot more than just wrestling. There's, there's a movie that, um, he wanted everybody to watch and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. And that's something he wants to do going forward. So he's doing a lot of different things on that, on that show. So yeah, check out. If you haven't watched it yet, it's our idiot brother that we're going to be talking about. So Uh, I enjoyed the movie very much. I can't wait to see the conversation we're going to have and people's takes on it. Because if you just sit back and kind of look at it from outside the box and just read into the movie, there's so much we could talk about that relates to life in general, you know? So is that all with Paul Rudd in it? Yes, Yes. it is. Yeah. Paul Rudd is so hot right now. Yeah, oh, so hottest man on the planet right now. And I'm excited for Flop House in February of next year because I will be there. I am going. Um, so it'll be my first Flop House. It's my first Flop House event being there live, but uh, it's it's a big deal, and I'll be I'll be making the drive out. If I'm making the drive out alone, I'm making the drive out to go to Flop House for that event. So. And also go to the Flop House's YouTube channel. They're releasing free matches right now. Free matches from previous Flop House events. Single matches. There's not whole shows on there, but go watch these matches. They're from private stashes and from Flop House shows. Uh, some of my favorites that he's got posted up right now, he, he has the, the drive-in horror shit show from the very first Flop House, the, the Carver versus Becky Idol, which you watch it on there but being there live it was something totally different it was a different type of match and they really set the bar on what they're going to be doing with flop house right off the bat yeah they also loaded up that uh world series of doors match with hoodfoot and zodiac that was that was the first taste i think you guys had a hoodfoot live and that's one bad dude so go back and check that match out. So that so yeah, go. there's a good handful of matches on there. I've went through and watched all of them that they have posted so far. Uh, one of my favorites that they have posted is the Dread King Logan versus the Carver down at uh, Schwartz's uh, birthday bash that they had. That was something different. And man, those guys were hitting hard. The Carver's a scary dude. He had. 2021 was a great year for both of those individuals. Yeah. So follow Schwartz's YouTube channel, follow Flophouse's YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe and that notification bell. So when Schwartz goes live with these, uh, with these live shows he does on Tuesday, you'll get that notification on the Schwartz page that he's about to go live. But, uh, Big things are coming from Schwartzy and Flophouse Wrestling in 2022. So um, make sure you follow those pages. If you haven't, follow Hardcam Frio's YouTube channel. Um, like I said, you'll find matches from shows that he he, he travels for wrestling and, and he's got sh- matches up from all sorts of shows. So check that YouTube channel out as well. So, yeah. Anybody else got anything to share before we get going? 
Nope. I guess I'll go ahead and wrap it up then. Uh, in 2022, Jack Price about to shine bright like a diamond. Peace.